You might think that Tinder is designed to help you meet people, find love, find the one, but in reality, Tinder wants none of this. Every time someone finds a partner, they've just lost two customers, and that's bad for business. Instead, Tinder has used a genius strategy to monetize loneliness, which has helped it become one of the most profitable apps in the entire world. But on the other hand, there are countless allegations that the company has put profit before people. Did you know Tinder gives everyone a secret score that ranks how desirable they are, which determines how often to show their profile? And did you also know that the company that owns Tinder also owns pretty much all the other popular online matchmaking services. And remember, they are financially motivated to not find you a partner, since that would remove you from their target market. Welcome to the insane story of Tinder. Interrupt your regularly scheduled program for this special report. Blood for drama! Drama! Blood for drama! Drama! Blood for drama! Drama! It's showtime. Good morning. Welcome to the show. It's Friday. Hopefully, uh, you don't have to work tomorrow like me. <laughs> uh, anyway, today on the show, we're going to be talking about dating apps, Tinder love and care. That's right. It's not just Tinder. There's a plethora of dating apps that are all conspiring to rob you of your self-worth, self-esteem. So many. Your abstinence, your sexual health, um, and all of the frustration. I think it's, you know, going through some dating apps uh, years ago, we bounced back and forth. You know, you have ups and downs. You have some relationships that fall out of favor. It seems impossible to meet anyone uh, through generic spontaneous, you know, Disney movie-esque, you know, you meet in a library, you, uh, <laughs> you're the team captain and she's the cheerleader, you know, all these like fairy tale uh, meetings are pretty much uh, reliquated to just fairy tales. You know, you meet at a party, both drunk, standards low, mistakes mm -hmm. made, <laughs> you meet at a friend's <laughs> wedding or you meet uh, in class at work or you meet on a dating app. That, that's pretty much it. It's kind of hard to find a girlfriend when you, once you get out of school. I got lucky. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of us wind up circling around that <clears throat> that dismal drain of your <laughs> social pool yeah. uh, from high school. And it just gets more fucked up as the years go on. And people have more kids and more warrants and less money and <laughs> <laughs> more drama. Blunt force drama. Yeah, until it's just it's just <coughs> no longer palatable. Yeah. And then you turn to <coughs> dating apps. And then you have this whole potential buffet of selections. And Yeah. Like a uh, rush hour. <laughs> I want you. And you and you. And he pretty much takes all of them. He's like, Don't you ever step in front of a black man at the buffet? <laughs> For it's sure. Pretty much like that now. Except it's it's only visual, right? You can swipe only, right. Yeah, you can swipe right. Uh, I was working with this kid at the restaurant and went to Applebee's after work. And he's got his phone out and he's just like idly swiping. He's not even looking at the phone. He's just swiping, swiping, mm. swiping, swiping. Swiper, no swiping. Yeah, he, he didn't even give a fuck. He's like, dude, I don't, I, it takes too much time to even make a judgment. I'm just going to swipe on everyone and then see how many fat girls message me. Uh, and that was that was pretty much it. That was his mm. whole whole game right there. 
and uh, not an unattractive kid, uh, but just he's twenty years old. No, twenty. No, he's twenty one. Um, so easy. He's so disillusioned already. So easy. Too easy. But getting ghosted is is I, so. I don't even care. Well, you start to care. Coming from personal experience, uh, utilizing dating apps uh, previously. I've never used one. Oh, dude, it's fu- it's so painful. And when uh, when I was young, I was like I said, I got lucky with my wife because we met in high school and we're mm-hmm. still together twenty years later, and we're still like, mm-hmm. you know, down. <laughs> still in love. Yeah, it's great. So. I was kind of in a bad place after my mom died. I was real quiet, and it wasn't my normal, you know. Right. I was I was in there for a while, a year or two. Um, the me now is is the me that should have been. Mm-hmm. You know, I was way more confident before my mom died and stuff like that. So she was like the only one that persistently talked to me just because she was a really nice person and now here we are but I never really had a problem until that time because I didn't want to wasn't because I had a problem with it I never had a problem like talking to girls or going out with girls or anything like that I mean not that I'm like really good looking because I'm not I'm fat and fucking I wasn't fat then but I'm not very attractive in my own mind anyway. Right. Um, but I was in shape and I was confident, played football. A lot of that had to do with it, I think. It was kind of popular. Um, so I never had an issue, you know, with dating. Um, it's just, and it, was, it wasn't easy then either. Even though I didn't have an issue, like it wasn't like you still had to go up and talk to them. Like, hey, how you doing, you know? Well, yeah, they don't they don't come over and sit on your lap unless you got a lot of ones in your hand. Um, that actually happened. Different... Well, I had a party house, and you know we were out of beer. I was the only one that had money, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know everybody's like, "Oh, let's do a beer run," and they're all putting in their dollars, right? <laughs> you know, and I was fucking. I was actually rolling that night, sitting over there with uh, and all ecstasied out with silk shirt on. <laughs> Silk shirt and sunglasses in the, in the nighttime in the fucking corner in the big chair, you know, mm-hmm. dragons on my shirt and stuff, and like a Chinese dragon shirt. Oh, I, it was I fucking those awesome. Middle school. I used to walk the shit out of them kind of shirts, man. I love them things. And uh, yeah, thanks Walmart. I don't know where I got them. I didn't buy them. They just showed up in my closet. I think my aunt bought them for me, but so I'm wearing that shit sunglasses you know they got like there's like 50 people there and they got like 13 dollars between everybody (laughs) so i was the only one that had a job a real job anyway so i was like sitting over there fucking chilling singing i wear my sunglasses at night (laughs) i pulled out my wallet and fucking put like 50 dollars in and this chick came over and sat on my lap right then i was like yeah this is happening (laughs) yeah you know the rest of the story Kept the sunglasses on? Uh, the whole time. And the shirt. I only took my pants off. The dragon stays on during sex. <laughs> yeah, she got to see the dragon that night, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, so 
I I had a pretty brief stint, but it was it was off and on uh, a couple of years. I was still in the Navy, and uh, with dating apps or yeah, just with, with like with dating talking apps. to women. No, no, no yeah, I've, I've never really uh, not didn't have a problem talking to women. Um, I I normally gravitated towards like big titty goth girl. <laughs> <sighs> no, I was I was all over the place with my taste, um, and just. You know, You're like it's sushi, not a huh? it's not a buffet, so like whatever is available. Yeah, I love sushi. <laughs> I love sushi. I actually didn't have a lot of sushi uh, growing up, so <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Um, There's so many varieties. How can you like just one? Yeah, I like that. Uh, you're the Baskin and Robbins. I guy. got that Neapolitan. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. the Baskin and Robbins guy. Uh, but I, I didn't really have a problem like acquiring attention from women um but some point right in adult life your social avenues are pretty restricted you're going to a club you're going to the bar you're going to a house party uh and that's pretty much it people have changed and they don't like to be approached i mean you Mm -hmm. used to have to physically approach someone you know at a restaurant or a concert or whatever it is people are just like bothered that you approach them yeah which is wild i'm kind of that way well, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> yeah, but like the same, uh, like female that would be, say, at a concert who has an open Tinder profile that has a box full of DMs. If you want to approach her and like talk to her, you might not get a proper response. Yeah. But if she looked at her DMs and was like, "Oh, this guy just DM me this blah blah blah," and like she hits it off based like, off, "Hey, I'm over here." Yeah, by exactly. the speaker <laughs> and now she's coming over the speaker um it's so weird like we we've refined our pursuits and they're not reasonable uh so getting ghosted is like it's a serious mental plague that's uh, affecting people like we had a, a co-worker of ours uh that was going through this sort of like modern dating app shit and he's like it's it's dismal. It's just sifting through trash. You know, mm. you're seeing little gold-plated nuggets out there, but you know you're not actually going to get that. You know, you're seeing trophy trophy fish out there, mm. uh, but you're not going to catch them. Yeah. Right? You know, left on red. God forbid you match and uh, you think you're coming out on strong. You guys are talking for like eight hours during that day, nonstop. It's like five five seconds in between responses, you know, a couple minutes. And then next day you get like three messages. And then by the end of that second day, it's like user is no longer receiving messages. And you're like, what the, f- what, what just happened? Right. We had dialogue. We had Found chemistry. Better. Right. Yeah. They're constantly trying to like ascend themselves up in this little, you know, fake pecking order and just completely negating any potential uh, relationships, uh, whether they become fruitful or not. It's like that filter. Right, just the nature of filter system. It's like, yeah. I want men. I want this age. I want this height. I want this. There are so many metrics by which they're um what you're going. Uh, there's there's so many metrics by which they're just choosing their their perfect mate on either side. You know, med women um, and everything in between. And uh, what have you got? You've got a first picture. You've got a couple lines of sentence for bio. You're judged immediately. Immediately, and that's that's fine, right? That's the nature of it. But how do you 
put yourself higher in that food chain. Well, you fake your fucking photos. You put yourself up in a a plane, all right? You go take your best photos from your trip to the Grand Canyon and you know, all these different things you start making like the most sellable version of yourself, which obviously is is like far from the truth. You are not ever this person all no. the time. You know, how many fucking photos have you seen of like people swimming with whale sharks? It's like every other every other profile. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when you're flooding the market with such similar content, you you all basically wind <laughs> up looking the same. Green right? screen shit. Yeah, you're trying to make yourself unique and exciting, and then you wind up looking like everybody else. So if you and don't, you're not unique anymore. Yeah, if you don't do that, right, then you are even less. Uh, likely, like if you just have like one profile picture, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, like Absol, like like they'll tell you, like you should add more pictures to your profile, blah blah blah. Um, there was one my friend told me about. Uh, I'm looking at it on the app right now, uh, Pure, and this one's basically just for like sex. Uh, so you list all of your kinks. You know, do you got like a mm. mommy daddy kink? Do you like kissing? Do you like no kissing? Do you like voyeur? All all this other stuff. So it's like very sexually forward and uh, i was like oh how that how's that going out for you she's like well i'm standing in the middle of like walmart and uh this uh this guy's asking me to peg him i'm like this is like this is your first date what is the guy she's like yeah fuck does that mean oh pegging Mm -hmm. oh he wanted to get fucked in the ass by her with a strap on So that's the holy fucking crap, that's Dave. The, that's, the, <laughs> that's the quality, right? She's just looking like a normal oh guy. She God. didn't. She wasn't looking for that, but that's the kind of like. Wow. Yeah, and she's had notoriously horrendous <laughs> stories, uh, and I've been like living vicariously through her and all these fucking stories for the last like decade now. This is fucking terrible. It's it's rough, buddy. Um, I'm glad I'm not in the game no more, dog. Yeah, the game is hard, and I I remember distinctly being like really fucked up by getting ghosted all the time because like I'm I can talk right, I, yeah, eloquent. I can throw charisma down, they pick it up. You know, my entire like, you know, like teenage years, rolling like young adulthood, I did not have a problem mm. gathering attention and wooing women and pretty pretty good going shape. the distance. Yeah, I looked good, spoke well. Um, you know, pretty much silver tongue devil got myself in a lot of trouble. Um, so it was usually up to me to like rein myself in from mm-hmm. not going above and beyond and, you know, fucking myself over and hurting people. So when I found myself like able to have a relationship again in my young twenties and then looking around, I was, wasn't trying to like have relationships in my career in the Navy. All right. So I was trying to look elsewhere. I'm like, well, fuck, I, go to work and I do my Navy thing and then I come home and that's it. That's it. How do you make time to go do anything else? Well, dating apps. But I remember getting like so frustrated and hurt and my self-worth was so shitty because I'd have these like really thrilling bouts of communication and meeting new people and hitting it off. And then you're like, Oh, this is awesome. I'm like, where was this girl? And then within like 48 hours, it's like, you're gone. Ghosted. That entire thrill, mm. that like spark, that whatever it was that seemed amazing was just a lie. And you're left with no answers. You're like, what did I do wrong? 
did someone else come along? Was this just a game the whole time? Are they just trying to like build themselves up, right? Just magic with all these different people mm-hmm. in order to feel better about themselves? Probably a little bit of all of it. Right. It's like a really nasty fucking cocktail of just disillusionment. And, Literally uh, a cocktail. <laughs> I know that it's um, an inordinate amount of like men and women, right? Women's DMs are always flooded, mm-hmm. right? Men's are pretty much always empty. Mm-hmm. And that's just the name of the game. And um, uh, my sister has gone through this. The, the friend that I'm you know, uh, referencing who's been doing this for years and years and years now. And that's a, a consistent thing. And uh, it's I, not I, good. I have an opinion. Shoot. Um, I've never even looked at one of these. Right. This is just from my judgment of what you were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, men and women are completely different. We all know this. You know, there's even books on this shit. Men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. Yep. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, women choose their mate in the whole world, especially with mammals. Except in the Middle East. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I've never been there. Probably. You're probably right. They just... That's a religious thing. Yep. But the whole of America and most of the animal kingdom, the woman or the girl, you know, the, the, the boy gorillas have to fight to the death and, you know, fucking beat on their chest. And even lizards in Florida, you know, they fucking have my, my neck red thing is bigger than your neck yeah, red the, thing. Uh, the, the green animals. Yeah, they like puff up and they do, do push-ups. They do push-ups. I love like, the yeah, push-ups, bitch, man. I do motherfucking 50 push-ups, you know. And then like the girl's like, oh, he did 50 push-ups. I'm going to go with him, you know. If only it was that easy. Yeah, I know. But pretty much the whole is that the girl chooses the mate, right? Mm-hmm. So... With men, you're competing against other men. It's player versus player. Yep. Right? So that's why they're making all these pictures of them in planes. You don't have a fucking plane, dude. We know you don't. You know? Um, green screening like a motherfucker. Player versus player. So when there is people that do have planes, you know, and, and have big boats and mm-hmm. have money and they're, you know, fucking rich as shit at 40 Mm-hmm. or 30 or you know their fucking dad left them a bunch of money or, yep. and you're just an average guy that goes to work every day player versus player man how do you compete with that guy who really has the shit that you're posting on your shit that you mm-hmm. don't have you know um you can't that's the answer um but you know i really think that women choose the mate so a man's going to pretty much have sex with anybody that will let him have sex. Even if they're like a three mm-hmm. or a four, you know, put some hoop ear- earrings on a five and it, it jumps up to an eight. You know I mean? I don't think that way. That's just things that I've heard. But, uh, as a man, you start to like, when you get older anyway, you don't just want like the pretty girl that's dumb. You know, you want somebody you can actually, like, talk to and have a relationship with. And then they're like, these Tinder apps, I think, have kind of made women more than they already were because they already choose their mate, you know, even more like 
bitchy, you know. Uh, yeah, it's it's empowered them for like, yeah. to, to be able to like, like fuck this guy. Yeah, to greater levels <laughs> of discernment, you know, you and they have the luxury of choosing and not choosing. They're probably swiping past like hundreds of good dudes, you know, and getting that one player that has the boat mm-hmm. that's just gonna fuck them and leave them somewhere. You know, the the guy that's yeah, he's just he's just sport fishing. Sport fishing guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I have my big boat and I'm just fishing for all kinds of fish. There's actually an app called Plenty of Fish, which is comical to me. They're calling you fish, ladies. <laughs> Get the fuck off of there, man. Uh well, I think it's meant to be for either. My my mother Yeah, was... because people say there's plenty of fish in the sea. I understand it, but what the fuck? Um my mother uh, she frequented some of these websites because she was uh, like a little bit of a, a swinger, and so there was like adult friend finder. Yeah, uh, there was plenty of fish, and I remember she would be like using my computer and like going on like adult friend finder, and she, I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> like I'm like open up my <laughs> click my on tabs your shit and it like, opens up. Like, what the hell is this? There's like a bunch of dick pics in there. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, she was dude. She was she was wild. They used to have their group of friends that would go down to like Fantasy Fest and Key West and stuff like that. So it was weird seeing like all my friends' moms be like, "I've seen her titties." <laughs> like for sure, have seen her titties. <laughs> um, but that was like their their whole relationship thing was still like reliquated to uh, small social spheres. You know what I mean? And yeah. then you'd go to larger gatherings where some behavior like this is uh more permissible bukkake uh no no bukkake <laughs> um my brother was a bukkake legend anyway whoa like he never took no girls there he just went there by himself <laughs> i was like damn dog you're a fucking g man he's like yeah fuck it <laughs> it's like that's wild. wild that's wild um, there's a lot of weird shit going on in the world, man. It's way different. For sure. But I, I think that this is like dating apps and the idea of it seems great. Helping people connect. The reality of it is that it has so skewed our opinions and perceptions and really heightened our judgments of people that the, the not originality, but like, that's I mean, what I'm working for. Dude, I've I've heard people, girls especially, say that like, if if uh, oh he's a nice guy and he's he's good looking, but like I'm not gonna date him because he has an Android. Yeah. Well, uh, what the fuck? Android's uh, awesome. The sincerity, right? The sincerity and like genuine nature of people is completely supplanted by this artificial visage. And mm-hmm. once you peel that back, like you said, you know, dude, that's sport fishing. There's very little substance there, uh, substance uh, that's left behind that mask. And unfortunately, you're only going to peel that mask back after you fucked, after you get the first or second date. You know what I mean? Uh, these people are just out there for the hunt, uh, not, the, not the real even, relationship. Yeah, you're not finding out who the person is. I mean, it could be a goddamn serial killer. You know? I, th- I think that's why uh, this app, like Pure, is just like, yeah, we know you're just here to fuck. Like, this is, tell us how you want to fuck, who you want to fuck, and uh, we'll make it happen. Don't get me wrong. I'm a man. That's cool. Like, I'm a monogamous man. Like, but if I wasn't, if I wasn't married, 
I ain't saying I wouldn't be on that shit because I would probably because men want to have sex. But ladies, you want a stand up guy all the time, right? You know, and then you get all these women, these like empowered women. I watch a lot of like one dude on the podcast mm-hmm. with like four girls. I know and what you're talking about. Yeah, they're always like, you know, I need a man that can handle me. Like, the man don't want to handle you. He's already handling everything else. His whole life. Mm-hmm. His job. He just wants you to be his ease. He shouldn't have to go. You want a man that goes to work, pays the bills, does everything a man does by old standards right. now. Just be there. Just be the woman. Right, just stand up for your man, take care of your man, and he will take care of you. Like everybody wants to be handled. It's like, dude, he doesn't want to be stressing out. Just imagine you're you you right now, right? You got a pretty stressful life, job. You know, irritated all the fucking time. I am too. When I go home, I want to vent to my wife. I don't want to have to handle her. You know, I want her to be my my support. Yeah, for I sure. I want her to stand by me and hold me up and have somebody to vent to. Like, this shit happened today, blah, blah. And then she tells me what happened at her job, and then, like, we're all feel better about it. Like, I don't want to have to go home and, like, do a bunch of shit. Right. I just want to be home and, and be left alone and just, like, be there with my significant other, my family, and mm-hmm. decompress from the day. Now, me... Shit builds on me. I'm pretty good at holding it all up because I've been doing it for so long. But stupid shit bothers me. People doing shit on purpose bothers me. Um, People want me to do all their work for them bothers me. You know, now I don't want to go home and be bothered more. I just want to... Because if I have to be bothered at home too... It's going to affect my rest of my days and my weeks and my years. And then eventually I'm going to snap. Like I, I had a 15% the other day. Mm-hmm. You know, some dude was fucking, and shit's been building at work because nobody wants to fucking help do nothing. And everybody's lazy as fuck. Nobody wants to listen. You know, managers don't want to do anything about it. You know, and like it's like being a cop. You're dealing with the bullshit. You just think everybody's bullshit. Yeah. You don't want to go home and deal with more bullshit, you know? Just like women don't want to go home. They got jobs, too, now. You know, they all work. They don't want to go. Do do you, as a woman, do you want to go home and have to handle your man? man, You know? Like, what the fuck? You want him to listen to you. You want him to be attentive. You want him to be sensitive. You want him to still be strong. You want him to be masculine. Mm Mm-hmm. But then you say he's toxic masculinity all the fucking time. I just don't understand it. Like, the ball's in your court, lady. You know? Like, you... A man will do just about anything to have sex. Like, you can hold that shit back, you know? Like, you'd be like, oh, well, you know... You don't have to give it up. If you give it up right away, it's over. Like, the thrill of the hunt, the fucking... Everything is over. Yeah. And if you suck in bed, he has no emotional connection. Now he's gone. You know, if you go out a few times and he likes your personality and you suck in bed he'll work on you he'll be like you know but we try this tonight babe you know 
it'll work on you. Um, it just comes with the territory, I think. You know, uh, it's just uh, insane to me, you know. I'm really glad that I got married when I did, even though I was really young. But And that's even another thing that's like, it's so easy now. Like, everybody I went to school with, mm-hmm. you know, they were together when we got out of school. Um, all divorced. All got some of the girls, you know, had three kids with three different dudes. And I'm just like, wow, <laughs> you know. And I know all the dudes. I'm like, well, this is crazy. You know, I'm like, girls, what are you doing? Like, what happened to you? You know, all these women stood up for equal rights and they want all the equal pay. and But then they still want men to be men. And I was watching something the other day. There's this liberal lady, TikToker. Mm-hmm. She's a liberal. I'm assuming she's left-leaning Democrat, probably. I don't know a lot about her. I just saw the skit, you know. She's in her car. Like, that's what they do. Like, she's talking. She's like, it's really hard to find a man in the liberal setting that leans the way I lean that is a man. And I don't mean, like, transgender issues. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, pays for dinner and opens the door. And buys you flowers for no reason. Yeah, like the traditional, like, heteromasculine concepts of yeah, the Yeah, and it's really hard to find that <coughs> in liberal men that aren't conservative. And she's like, she even said that. She's like, it's hard to find a man-man mm-hmm. outside of a conservative man. And I'm like, it's because he's a conservative man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can be different. Yeah, I mean, maybe me and you are different. Oh, I mean, we're sure. not women and men and women, but we have a lot of different opinions and we get along, you know? I mean, you're a dirty Democrat, but not really. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a salty socialist. Fucking dirty socialist. Uh, but I'm yeah, not. I'm sure our, our love language would be wildly different. But, I mean, you know, like, my wife doesn't agree with everything that I say, and she's a conservative woman for the most part, and she doesn't always agree with me. We discuss it. Sometimes I'm wrong. Most of the time I'm right. But, you know. At least you're having discussions, and you've got that that dialogue. But with the the whole Tinderella situation. Tinderella, Tinderella, sucking dick like Tinderella. You're not leaving (laughs) enough time, right? You just... All these little seeds are getting washed out before they can sprout, and yeah. uh, we're we're such a immediate gratification society. I think uh, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah, that's probably nobody wants to suffer for it or try hard for it, or right, do anything for it. I'm sure that's probably the like o- point of origin uh, for a lot of this is everything else in our life is instant gratification and accessible and within reach why shouldn't relationships be because that's not how relationships work uh, at least not a a long-term healthy invested fruitful relationship is not going to be born with a 99 percent certainty from something like a dating app where Mm -hmm. the, the like edifice that you have to fucking erode through is just 
so like disgusting. It's rose smelling shit. You know <laughs> what I mean? Uh, and as soon as you it's get a whiff, fuck, people bounce. You can't polish a turd. You just end up with shit on your hands. Yeah, and it it's like there's no real other alternative uh, because that social shift has moved so much. Um, like I said, you, you can't really go approach people anymore. Now, you can when you've got your phone in your hand and your boy's got a phone in his hand and you're doing a bit for TikTok or Facebook Reels or whatever it is, YouTube Shorts, yeah, yeah. and you can go talk to the hottest woman on the beach and uh, measure her ass. And that's yeah. perfectly socially acceptable. And then ask for a number in her Instagram afterwards. Yeah. And that's okay. But if you just go over there and say, hey, uh, yeah, I've, I've been noticing you on the beach. Uh, I was just wondering, you want to go grab a drink somewhere? Um, no, thanks. Get the fuck away from yeah. me. Clown. So we, the priorities have so far shifted <laughs> to this like artificial fantasy that the reality uh, is just buried. You think that's on purpose? I think like the Matrix is like will control them even more. Probably. I, I don't know. I just we'll take away all conversation in person, make everything online. I I wish there was a, a happy medium. I, I wish that we were mature enough to create a balance between the two. I mean, I think it used to be balanced, you know, when you actually had to go talk to people. You know, I think I talked about this on, on a different episode, I forget which one, but I you know, talked to people at the gym, you know, and like they're all young, mm-hmm. you know, there's, they're usually between like 12, I don't talk to 12 year olds about this shit, you know, but the kids range from anywhere from like seven to 20. Right. 20 is not a kid, but you know, young and, uh, the older ones, I, I ask them questions like, you know, like with all these fucking apps, how does shit work now? Mm-hmm. I was asking this one girl, um, she's about to be 18. I think Yeah, the, the Spanish girl you talk about, like the pickup lines and stuff. Yeah. The pickup lines. Yeah. And, and I was just like, you know, they just like hand you their phone and be like, yo, and she's like, well, no. I'm like, she's like, some do. I'm like, that's so gay. Like, so stupid. Like, what the fuck? Why? And she's like, well, what do you mean? And I was like telling her how I mm-hmm. approached my wife. And I was like, you know, like if I was going to pursue you and I was young and not old as fuck, mm-hmm. you know, if I was going to pursue you, I don't know your fucking phone number. I would come up there and be like, you know, hey, you know, I just want to tell you you're really beautiful noticed you from over there and you probably hear it all the time but i just wanted you to know mm-hmm. you know oh you know what are you gonna say fuck away from me creep no thank you you know if they say thank you and you ask what their name is mm-hmm. oh my name is whatever her name is and uh like okay well you know i just wanted to let you know well what's your name once they say your name yeah well what's your name that then you're mine right you know then i got you she's like how do you figure i'm like if you asked me my name, you know, then you're engaging in my conversation. Right. If you're just like, oh, thanks for the compliment, walk off, it's yep, over. Passive. You know? Now, if you ask me my name, you want to know about me now. Yeah, now it's, now it's an active conversation. So then, you know, I start conversating, 
and eventually I get your phone number. No, I mean, it might not go nowhere from there, but I have your phone number now. Yeah. That was my goal at this time. No, if you just swipe right, <laughs> you don't know anything about me, and I don't know nothing about you. Yeah, so. That's just, that's part of the the poison of it all is that we are so accessible, right? You had a phone number, right? You can wind up blocking a call mm-hmm. immediately, right? That used to be your only line of dialogue. Right. right. You got your phone number, and that was it. <laughs> you but had now, to fucking stay with the cord in the kitchen. You had the extra long cord walking around in circles in the kitchen. <laughs> or wait until 9 o'clock to start calling text unlimited. Um, well, we didn't have text when I was really young. But now you have, like, oh, their Facebook, their Instagram, their this and that. Snapchat. Snapchat. Right. You got text. So you have so many different avenues uh, that people's attention and, like, potential communication uh, is drawn from god dude that's you could get blocked on one thing and then just make another account and talk to him on another one yeah dude catfishing is catfishing a, a real is a thing. thing like so, it has a whole ass show um my my daughter had a boyfriend for a long time now she's gone he's he's gone away he's no more she's blocked him on multiple things and he, like, keeps popping up with new shit. You can just make as many as you want. Mm-hmm. So much so to the point of where I had to, like, tell him, you're stalking her and I'm about to fucking murder you. You need to go away. Now he has, surprisingly. Yeah. I'm very persuasive when I want to be. I'm like, I know where you live and I will show up at your house and fucking gut you in your own bathtub. You leave her the fuck alone, dude. You fucked it up. You know, so it's it's like ridiculous. Just like Etsy, man. I'm going to make another account, Etsy. You're not going to stop yeah. me, bitch. I'm going to put the same shit on there. Anyway, it's a different world, man. Way different. You know, you, I, mean, I couldn't even imagine what like somebody from the 50s would think about this shit. Because you actually had to like really talk to people. You know, like 50s, 60s, 70s. I mean, people were getting married before they knew each other. Yeah. You still had to talk to people, though. Yeah, no, I know, but like organized. You mean now? Arranged, or? No, like like historically, like arranged marriages and everything else. Like you would have very little time, you know. You'd, you'd court and they'd sew the bed sheets, you know, separately. Yeah. And then like you know, parents, you're like sleeping on like the room next to the parents. And, like keep coming on your room, make sure that you're not following each other like they sew you into the the, mm. the sheets weird um you know there's been times chastity belts yeah chastity belts like it's an everlast <laughs> you had you had very little interaction between your potential mates that wasn't unsupervised i remember one of my exes when i was a teenager uh went to go meet her i talked to like facebook or something set up a date for the movie theater and uh her mom was like my mom doesn't really want me to go uh, I was like, well, I'll just bring my other female friend. We'll go as like a group. Well, my female friend wasn't able to make it. Look at your slick ass. So then I get there, <laughs> and the mom was like, "Where is your friend?" I was like, "Oh, dude, like she didn't bail. Like I, this wasn't a lie. It was like genuine. I'll show you exactly mm. whatever." She like, oh, she couldn't make it. She's like, "Okay, well, I don't feel comfortable leaving That's my daughter it. here." Yeah. So good for I her. Had to reschedule a date, but that was one of the things. Like. I couldn't even go to the movie theaters with this girl without having like another um, friend because they came from a different 
you know, societal and cultural uh, standpoint. Mm. And, uh, you know, eventually we got over that and everything was great for a while, but uh, crunchy. What was that? It's my ankle, my strong ankles. Strong ankle. And um, cankles. Yeah, but this this was before, you know, the advent of dating apps. And, uh, you know, I started off with, like, dialogue, you know, long-distance relationships type deal. You know, you're messaging for a long time before mm. you even actually meet. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. It's so uh, different from what it used to be. It's just... It used to be it's met just way, way different for me because... Yeah. I ain't never done that shit. It just right. sounds stupid to me, but for you, that was that was it. We're a different it was era. We're, yeah. di- we're in. I'm. How old are you? Thirty-two. Holy shit balls! Yeah, I'm like forty. So, you know, a few years older. I was like eight when you were born, or something. It was it was a a critical <laughs> shift. It used to be, you talk to someone, and then you got the number to talk after hours. Yeah, we didn't even have cell phones. And now it's it's been flip-flopped you meet someone online and then meet them in person yeah. and then get ghosted yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah like oh you look like a weirdo and fuck mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's uh i don't know man i just think that uh it's still the same game because it was always player versus player for men mm-hmm. but for women i feel like this instant gratification is just fucking up their psyche uh, it's on both ends. It's probably hyperinflating their egos and drastically like doing damage to the and opposite de- end. Demasculating the man. Um, I also feel like with Tinder and whatnot, it's for young boys, young men. You know, it's like so much easier that they don't. They just look at them as catching fish. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no getting to know them if it's so easy to just bang them yeah objectifying them is just an inherent part of it yeah women don't want to be looked at as like property or anything or you know but then sex sex only but then you're marketing yourself is exactly that you're putting yourself in it now just get the fuck off the tinder i mean there is times where you know you meet someone and then get married it's very rare, but it happens, you know. I mean, my brother and, you know, a friend of mine are like tender legends. Fucking legendary. My brother's a legend in like a lot of different mm-hmm. sex things. He's like a sex addict. Sorry, but you are. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, he'll tell you. If he was here, he'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm a Bukaki champion. You know, comes in there with nothing on but the fucking championship belt. And, uh, that's just how it is for him. And but I mean he's met a few that he was in long relationships with on plenty of fish or yeah. one of these dating sites. He was with his one girl for like ten years. You know? And once he meets the girl and they're dating now, he's he's monogamous. Mm-hmm. But when he's single, he's real fucking single, you know, and he's like goes back to legendary. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> like he looks like normal dude mm-hmm. when he's dating somebody. As soon as they break up, like he starts going to the gym, gets all fucking swole again, mm-hmm. dyes his hair blonde, puts his earring back in, and it's like, oh shit, fucking Buck Naked's back. <laughs> you know, I said, what's up, Buck? Uh, but 
you know, he's dating somebody. I actually think he's married again now. Yeah, I think he's married again now. But it's uh, you're you when you're a woman and you're going on these things and you're doing these things. Like, I mean, I know women want to have sex too, and now there's nothing wrong with that, you know. But you choose the mate. You know, the man has to fight for the. He has to do the fucking yeah. the push-ups and the chest beating, the chest beating, and you know, fighting for alpha status, and uh, always, you know. But the guys that have all the boats and hoes, they're not the guy that's gonna date you. Yeah, the one that you swiped on four four hundred times, he's probably the good one. You know, he's just just moved here. You just or, need a chance. He just moved here. Maybe he's, you know, just focusing on his career. Now he's ready to date. Like, give the dude a chance, man. Don't just smash right on the right out the plate. Because now you're over-sexualizing women again. Like, you're just a piece of meat if you're in that. Yeah, it's toxic. It's uh, it's tender because it's a dumpster fire. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I do, I've got boys that are, like, verge of tears all the time. Broken hearts. Just nonstop. It's that that thrill and that immediate extinguishing of that flame that's just brutal. And uh, you have more power, ladies. You have a lot of power. You know, um, even if you don't want to date the dude, don't be a dick. You know, she's like, oh, you know, we had a really good time, but um, you know, just not really looking for a relationship right now. Because most dudes are. I think that would be that that last sentence. That hey, I'm just not interested. Whatever your your end message is, but just sending a message to the someone. The ghost. The ghost is notorious. The ghost of relationship past is terrible. That that is a specter that haunts everyone that's ever been ghosted. So, uh, be civil, common courtesy. Just say hey, no thank you. And and if you're a dude, don't be like, well, what did I do? Just don't be a pussy, man. Yeah, she said no, dude. Don't simp out. Yeah, don't be a fucking cuck either. Understandable. Have a good day. Tip your fedora and walk out of there. If you're wearing a fedora, you're probably going to get that ass. <laughs> but, uh, you know, moonwalk backwards on the way out the gate. And she'll be like, damn, I should have stayed with that mm-hmm. cracker. You know, but don't send dick pics right the fuck away. If she didn't ask for the dick pic, don't send it. Unsolicited. Support. It's so stupid. Like, I got friends, man. They're like, hey, how you doing? And then she messages back, dick pic. It's like, damn, what the fuck, bruh? Ain't nobody want to see your dick. I mean, she ain't sending you pictures of her fucking vag. Why ain't there vag pics, Dave? That's what I want to know. Like, hey, how you doing? Bam, vag pic. Oh, nigga. You know, like, yeah. (laughs) It's because men are like, fuck yeah, she sent me the pussy, man. I'm going for it. That's why. Dick pics don't work, dudes. And uh, women be nicer. Men be understanding. It's pretty fucking easy, you know. If she says no means no, <laughs> you know, like fuck. Don't be a stalker. Fucking weirdos. Women are stalkers too. Don't think they ain't. Yeah. It, Popping it, your fucking tires and shit. It, it it swings both way, for sure. If you ever are Ask under that bitch for some money. <laughs> if you ever uh suspecting um you are being stalked though, please do make a report. Um 
there's legal action to be taken against uh, harassment and stalking. Uh, I've known a few people who have had to follow that course, uh, and they're very happy that they did. Yeah, I mean... Because you get a lot of volatile emotions, and it is... It can get out of hand. They made whole movies on it. Yeah, yeah. You you don't know who you're contacting at any given time. You remember that movie Fear with Mark Wahlberg? I don't it's think so. one of his first movies with Reese Witherspoon. He uh, started dating her, sounded all great and wonderful. Mm-hmm. He's in shape. He's handsome. The whole nine. And then he's like a fucking psycho. <laughs> so that's why you don't just hook up with him in the first place, man. Go watch Fear and then delete your Tinder. Yep. And on that note, cue the music. Drama, drama, drama.